I want to talk about faith. Faith is an important ingredient of our Christian life. There are many times in our lives the challenges that are, that are, that are seen around us are overwhelming that we may even wonder where is our faith in God? We were brought up all along in our lives with the Bible teachings on faith. And we were told all along how to practice faith during difficult times. We know many, many stories of the Bible. We know many faith heroes from the word of God. And we are willing and we are asked to follow God and follow those faith heroes as an example. You faced many challenging situations in your life, especially during the last couple of months. But every time your faith in God saved you. Faith is not only a lifeline that we are holding onto in trouble. Faith is the only, faith is not one of the many lifelines. Faith is the only lifeline that we are holding during our times of difficulty. Faith is the only window through which we could see ourselves in our future. Faith is the only substance of things hoped for, according to Hebrew 11.1. 1. Faith is the only evidence of things that are not seen. This morning we are talking about faith. But since last year, most of the, our faith was shaken up a bit. At times we realize that our faith was kind of a bit shaky. We realize that our faith has been pushed behind during you know, many situations in our lives. When we heard about a couple of incidents that are taking place in different parts of the world and even in our own family, in our own lives, at times our faith has been pushed back severely. What shall we do in this situation? Where shall we go? When we found, when we are found, when we find that our faith is overtaken by the realities of our life on the face of this earth. There are many times, there are many situations that we are unable to handle today because at times our faith is a bit shaky. At times many things have overtaken our faith during this situation. And this morning I would like to title my sermon as When Faith is Overtaken. When faith is overtaken, when faith is overtaken by our situations, by our emotions and feelings, and when our faith is overtaken by the unanswered prayers, we lose the meaning of life. We feel that everything is crashing and everything is coming to a standstill. We haven't reached that finish line yet. We still have a race to run that is ahead of us, at least for those who are alive on the face of this earth. But before that, our faith has been pushed back, pushed behind by our situations, by our emotions and feelings, and by the denials. 
When I say denials, I'm referring to those prayers that we made to God, but they never got answered the way that we expected them to be answered. You are really not sure how to revive from these situations. You are unable to pray at times. You are unable to speak. You are unable to seek out for help. You are unable to express yourself to others. There are many times I wanted to talk about what currently people are going through. Currently nations are going through. Currently families are going through. But to whom I should talk? Everyone is going through their own situation, their own trouble. How do I share my emotions? How do I share my troubles? With whom I will share my troubles? I'm unable to do anything. I'm helpless. This morning you are listening to these words because God is seeing your situation. This may not be today the where you are right now. It may not be a familiar place for you, but not for God. This might have been a totally unexpected by you at this time on the face of this earth. You are totally surprised, but God is not surprised. It is true that your faith is so low at this moment. It is true that you lost your faith on God. This morning, God is telling you, God is speaking to you. Remember, Jesus came to this world seeking for those who not only lived or living in sins or who are lost in sins, Jesus also came to this world for those who lost their hope. Your faith in God is the only reason for your hope. You have faith in God, that's the only reason that you are hoping for a better future and you are hoping for a life that is ahead and the, and the life that is far beyond. This morning God wants you to give God that hope, God wants you to reinstall the faith in your life. Can you continue to listen to me this morning? When faith is overtaken. When faith is overtaken, let's talk a little bit about when faith is overtaken by our situations. There are times we see that our situation is forward, moving forward and overtaking our faith and we don't have control over that. Our situation is so dangerous, our situation is so adverse that it doesn't give us any room to push that behind, but it overtakes. When faith is overtaken by our situations, what can we do? What can you do and what can I do? I can go back to the word of God. I can go back to Jesus. And I find Jesus in Mark chapter 4, verses 35 to 41. His disciples, they were handling a similar situation as we are talking about that right now. Mark chapter 4, verse 35, on the same day when evening had come, Jesus said to them, let us cross over the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat and he, as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then Jesus arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, be, peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. But he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is that you have no faith? 
And they had feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? What a question that was. How is it that you have no faith? This morning God is looking at you and me and asking the same question as we have gone through or we are still going through the situations as the disciples were going through. God is asking the same question. How is that you have no faith? How is that you have no faith? Before that Jesus asked, why are you fearful? Why are you sorrowful? When you feel that you lost everything, where is your faith? How can this be that you have no faith? The disciples' faith was overtaken by the situation in the sea. The today there are times in our lives the situation takes hold of our, of our life and overtakes our faith in God. Even physically having Jesus was, was Jesus with them, they allowed their faith to be overtaken by the situation. Today when you see the situation in your city, in your neighborhood, in your church, in your family people, among your family people, among those who are living in your apartment, among those who are living in your next door, what they are going through, your situation tells that anything may happen to you at any time when the nations are going through such tragedy right now the nations are telling sending signals that anything can happen to you at any time your faith is fading away fear confusion anxiety easily overtakes our faith in God this morning we are talking about when faith is overtaken by our situation. What do we do? We know our God. We know the scriptures. We know the power in prayer. But still we seem to be losing something this morning. That is a faith in God. Remember your faith is not going to remove your pain. Listen to me carefully. Your faith in God is not going to remove your pain. It will take you through the pain. That's what Bible teaches. Your faith is not stopping the losses that you may encounter. We are made to die. When time comes, we need to leave from the face of this earth. There is nothing that can stop anybody from, from going through the death. Your faith is not going to stop the loss that you would have encountered or you may still encounter, but it will help you to face it. It will prepare you to face it. Your faith is not stopping you from grieving, but it will help you to grieve with hope. This morning, can I hear an amen from you? Your faith is not going to remove your pain, but your faith will take you through the pain. Your faith is not going to stop those losses, but your faith, is, faith will help you to face those challenging moments in your life. Your faith is not going to stop you from grieving, but you and I will grieve with hope. Remember, God is like oxygen. You know, the whole world is talking about oxygen right now. God is like oxygen. You can't see him, but you can't live without him. You can't see him, but you can't live without him. Faith is not something that we lose. This morning, church, God is telling you that faith is not something that we lose. 
when tragedies take over our lives faith thing is faith is something that we are called to hold on to this morning god wants you to wants you not to lose your faith god wants you to hold on to your faith can you turn back this morning from what you have been going through you are trying to fight the situation you allowed your situation you to overpower your faith and this morning god is telling you faith is not something that will that you will lose but instead you will hold on to it can you turn back and hold on to the faith that you have in your life this morning second timothy chapter 4 verse 7 paul writes and he says i have fought the good fight Listen to these scriptures carefully. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. Then what? I have kept the faith. Faith is something to keep. Faith is not something to lose. When situations when faith is overtaken by your situations, God wants you to hold on to that faith because faith is your lifeline. Faith is the one that is going to pull you out of that situation and help you to help you to reach the shore this morning god is speaking to you secondly when faith is overtaken by our emotions and feelings when faith is overtaken by emotions and feelings I want to talk a little bit about emotions and feelings in the context of our worship and in the context of our physical living on the face of this earth emotions and feelings are gift certainly gifts from god no doubt about it god created us as emotional beings without emotion and feelings life would have, would have been so plain and life must be boring can you think of your life without any emotion without any feelings i talked to a couple of you know teenagers and young, young adults they say at times I don't feel anything. I don't have any feeling at all. My mom is sick, dad is sick, dad is hospitalized. Mom is hospitalized or someone is dying. I don't have any feeling. I don't I don't know whether to laugh or cry. Can you think of such a life, lifelong without any emotion and feeling? Thank God for emotions and feeling. There's a beautiful article I came across in crossway.org. It says why your emotions are a good thing. why your emotions are a good thing can you just read that that paragraph from the article even difficult emotions reflect reality and can move us to a better place feelings mirror the pain and suffering in our lives imagine losing a close friend or a beloved family member and feeling no grief or loss What if you hurt someone you love but you felt no remorse or shame? Imagine getting fired or failing a test and feeling no disappointment. It might sound nice to do without these painful feelings, but none of us can deny that emotions give meaning and depth to our lives. Often the emotions we most wish we could avoid propel us in a new and better direction without emotions life would be a colorless canvas boring and bland emotions are certainly gifts of god god has given us these emotions and feelings to express what we go through 
inside of us either good or bad this morning we are talking about when faith is overtaken by our emotions and feelings at times we are happy or unhappy we are filled with joy or sorrow we express through our emotions and feelings but same time we can't allow these emotions to drive us or guide us to see our direction for the future they are just indicators of what we are going through inside of us listen to me carefully emotions and feelings are very real but triggered by our overthinking process instead of truth emotions and feelings are triggered by our the thinking process that go that we go through inside of us it may be a struggle it may be a joy that we experience inside of us but they are not the truth so emotions and feelings are not exactly reliable you may express it to any degree but you cannot really rely on them emotions and feelings are at times deceptive in nature God wants us to live by faith not by feelings this morning God wants you to listen to me God wants you to live by faith not by feelings I know some of you are feeling loss some of you are feeling terrible at this time as you hear from me some of you may say that you may, you may say that even I don't uh, he may not understand what I am going through but it is well and good this morning I'm here to tell you the word of God God wants you to live by faith but not by your feeling do not allow your emotions and your feelings to overtake the little faith that you have on God be careful in this aspect faith tells us God is present based on the truth that we know but feelings and emotions make us to sense God through our five senses which are not biblical this morning church i want you to listen to me presence of god can be felt presence of we know that god is present based on the truth that we know but feelings and emotions will make us to sense God through our five senses sensing God through our five senses is not biblical presence can I get some feedback presence of God cannot felt cannot be felt as warmth heat light or electricity which is not biblical and they are deceptive in nature i want you to listen to me again presence of god cannot be felt as warmth heat or light or electricity which are not biblical they are deceptive in nature we are talking about how feelings and emotions control our lives today i was talking to someone who engaged herself deep in marital arts a kind of new age even she was telling me during their meditation they feel warmth during their meditation they feel heat during their meditation they see light or electricity they feel like crying they see angels descending they fall see feathers falling they see various things during their emotions in their marital arts during their meditations in their marital arts presence of god cannot be felt by warmth or heat or light by your five different senses that's not our god that's not the god we serve i thought you came out of that kind of gods already today we are serving a god who can be worshiped only by truth and by spirit 
as humans are not capable of producing God. Our worship cannot produce God's presence. Listen to me carefully. Our worship is totally incapable of producing, generating God's presence. Do not try to generate, produce God's presence during worship. Worship is creations admiring God, knowing who he is and what he is. Worship is not something we do to feel good about. That is a deception. After doing worship for 30 minutes, if you feel that, oh, I have accomplished something, you are wrong. After doing worship for 30 minutes, if you feel that my worship brought heaven down, you are a fool, you are fooling yourself. Worship is not something that we can use to produce God. Worship is not something that we can produce with which we can produce God's presence. There is only one way of knowing God is present is by faith based on God's word. And Holy Spirit is the revealer of that truth in your life and my life. Let's go back to the definition from Hebrews 11.1. 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen, not felt, nothing so never allow faith to be overtaken by your feelings and emotions today as the world is experiencing tragedy of coronavirus emotions and feelings are are so devastating for the families those who lost their loved ones but god wants you to hold on to your faith this morning we are talking about the same emotional struggles that you are going through i'm talking about that right now God wants you to hold on to your faith. He doesn't want your emotions and feelings to overtake your faith in God. Listen to me. When emotions are building up, faith takes the back seat. When you put emotion and feeling in the driver's seat, your faith takes the back seat. Emotions and feelings can be an expression of our inward worship. Our adoration before God. Emotions and feelings are the ones that we use to express what we go through inside of us. Externally, emotions and feelings cannot drive us to worship God. That is not biblical. You may express emotions and feelings because you are dealing with the divine. You are dealing with the power of God. You may express emotions and feelings while worshiping, but you cannot allow your expressions and your emotions and feelings to drive your worship. That's not biblical. Holy Spirit really doesn't give you and me goosebumps. No, Holy Spirit doesn't do that. Holy Spirit gives me a deep conviction. Holy Spirit gives me a very strong, a very deep conviction inside of me. Holy Spirit really gives a deep conviction and unction inside of our hearts to surrender and earnestly desire God. When we come before the throne of God, Holy Spirit doesn't really push anybody down. No, he doesn't do that. Holy Spirit but gives a deep conviction. When you stand in the presence of God, you may express your emotions and feelings, 
but more than that you will feel a deep conviction inside of you and tears will roll over your cheeks that's the work of the holy spirit and there is a deep desire inside of you to surrender and to earnestly know god and so earnestly desire for god holy spirit cannot be used as an energizing agent in our worship in many churches holy spirit is used as an energizing agent in our worship holy spirit is not red bull or monster or rock star or get ready made for worship no 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 holy spirit is not one of that that kind this morning god wants to know how to deal with your emotions and feelings when people emotionally involved in worship there will be only very few people they really believe because believing is without seeing believing is without feeling believing is going through not go really going through that emotions and motions that you go through in worship believing is happening deep inside of you without seeing you trust your god you put your faith on god feeling is natural believing is supernatural do not try to feel god but believe god do not try to feel and look for anything when you come and stand before do not look for anything supernatural things to happen it can happen anywhere where we wherever you go and wherever the energy is high if you go there you will get light there you will get heat there all the experience you want to get you will get anywhere else too that's not god your god cannot be felt you will feel the power of god but the presence of god is so deep inside of you is so deep inside of you what you feel cannot motivate you to worship what you feel is an expression of what is happening inside of you jesus visited a house where the level of emotions and feelings were so high but there was nobody who was believing today the sadly that happens to many churches today the emotion and the feeling is very high in the air but hardly anybody believing hardly anybody knowing who god is hardly anybody knowing what they are worshiping jesus had to put an end to all the people those who are so high in emotion let's go to luke chapter 8 verse 49 to 56 while he was still speaking someone came from the ruler of the synagogue's house saying to him your daughter is dead do not trouble the teacher but when jesus heard it he answered him saying do not be afraid only believe and she will be made well verse 41 when he came into the house he permitted no one to go in except peter james and john and the father and mother of the girl verse 52 important now all wept and mourned for her but he said do not weep why what's wrong when someone when one doctor's daughter died when our beloved child died what's wrong in weeping jesus said do not weep she's not dead she is sleeping and they ridiculed him knowing that she was dead but he put them all outside who are those who were put outside those who are emotionally puffed up emotionally so high god cannot do anything with such people today they are emotionally high 
Tomorrow they are emotionally down. God wants you to stabilize your spiritual walk with the Lord. Do not walk by your emotions. Do not just become so emotional at times and try to do things and the next day you cover yourself under the blanket. God doesn't want you to have that kind of spiritual walk with him. God wants you to stabilize your life with God. God is speaking to you this morning. Jesus had to put all of them out. If today Jesus is walking in your church and my church, what will happen exactly? How many of our people, those who are emotionally high, God had to put them out before he does something inside of, deep inside of us? Today people are getting covered under the emotion. Everything looks God. Everything looks so supernatural. But there is nothing that is happening inside of us. There is no room for the Holy Spirit to, to get seated in the front seat and to drive our lives. We have to put our emotions to the back seat. But he put them outside, took her by hand and called, saying, little girl, arise. We need faith. We don't want emotions. We need faith. We have lived with enough emotions in our lives. It is a time the church has to come back to faith. Verse 52, 55, then her spirit returned and she arose immediately. And he commanded that she should be given something to eat. And her parents were astonished, but he charged them to tell no one what had happened. What do we do when we get carried away by the emotions and feelings of life? Emotions and feelings are not good. What is needed is faith. Do not allow your sorrowful spirit to take control over your life. Do not allow your emotions and feelings to shake your faith. This morning, God wants you to hold on finally when faith is overtaken by denials. When faith is overtaken by denials, there were many things that we prayed for during last months, but not all of them were answered in the way that we expected them to be answered. Many of you requested, or many of your requests were denied where many others got their answers. What do we do when our faith is overtaken by unanswered prayers, denied requests? How many of you prayed for the healing of your family members? Your brother, your sister, your father, your mother, your cousin, your friend? How many of your prayer got answered the way that you wanted? Today, you lost the perspective of praying for them. And where do we stand with our faith in God today? You felt that at times your prayers reached nowhere, no doubt. You felt that God denied your request and God did not save their lives. He denied, he rejected your request. Your faith in God is shaken by the unanswered prayers. They were answered, no. What can we do? Where can we go? We know that God is a prayer answering God, but he doesn't always answer prayer the way we want them to be answered. Remember, the answer to prayer is not going to define who our God is. No, God is God already. 
It doesn't really matter whether he answers your prayer or not. The way that you want that to be answered. God is still God. Your loss is not going to change God. Your suffering is not going to change God. Your cry is not going to change God. God, once he has spoken, he is not going to relent. He is not going to change his mind unless in the case of wicked turning back to God. As you mourn through your loss, God is also grieving over your situation. If God is not answering your prayer the way you want that to be answered, it doesn't mean that God is against you. No, 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 God is not against you. God is with you in the struggle that you are going through. Paul experienced that in his life. He experienced that similar situation what you are experiencing right now. Denied prayer, unanswered prayer. He felt that his faith was shaken by the denial of his prayer. That's the reason God had to deal with him in a specific way. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 9, reading from NLT. Even though I have received, Paul saying here, even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Three different times I begged to the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weaknesses. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. Joy mentioned that during this, in the worship, the same scripture, and this morning God is again speaking to you. Paul had a thorn in his flesh. Some people say it's a sickness. Some people say it's a kind of infirmity that he would carry in his body. Some people say it's a deep sorrow inside of him, whatever it may be. It was there given in his body and he prayed. It's not, it was not something, it was something that God, Paul did not want to keep him inside of him. He wanted to get rid of it. How many of you are trying to get rid of something and we are praying about it? How many of you are asking for certain blessings and you have been praying about it? And each time when he prayed, his answer, his request was denied. Each time when he prayed, God did not give him what he wanted, but instead God said, my grace is sufficient. My grace is all you need. You don't need to lose heart because your prayer was not answered by God. Paul's prayer was not answered too. Paul would have felt that denial both physically and emotionally overtaking his faith in God. But God said, my power works best in weaknesses. My power works best in weaknesses. God's power works best in your losses. God's power works best in the time that you are grieving right now. God's power works the best in your sufferings. God's power works in your lack. God's power works best when you do not have what you wanted to have. This morning I'm just going to summarize as we close in prayer. When situations are adverse, when feelings and emotions burst out of our hearts, when your prayer is not answered, do not let your faith go down. 
Remember God's power works the best in your adversities. Remember God's power works best in your tears. Remember God's power works best in your losses. When your faith is overtaken by situation, when your faith is overtaken by emotions and feelings and denied requests, only one thing that you can do, hold tightly on your faith on God. Do not let your faith in God. Do not let down your faith in God. Hold tightly on your faith in God. You don't have a place to go other than trusting your God. You don't have anyone else to complain other than bringing all your petitions unto him. This morning God is telling you that the wind is blowing heavily in your life. But he wants you to hold on to the faith that you have in God. Never lose. You cannot afford to lose that faith that you have in God. This morning, children of God, God wants you to come back. Shall we just close in a prayer? Shall we just get into a time of prayer this morning?